Joe, do you need to go to the hospital? Only if it's haunted. The podcast with everything that's paranormal, weird, strange, and unnormal. It's the 222 Paranormal Podcast starring your host, Man of the Hour, Tower of Power, Tower History, Joe Shortridge, (laughs) and his sister, Jen. The Tower of History. (laughs) We conquered the Tower of History. Oh my goodness. (laughs) If you guys don't know what that is, if you've been to Michigan Paracon and you've been up to Sault Ste. Marie and you've seen this giant cement tower... You need to go there. It just looks so out of place. It is the oddest, but oddest you, you, oddity. You, you gotta go. You just experience one time. It's very haunted. It is very, very scary. haunted. I don't know if that's true or not. It's I just, so I, tall. <laughs> you can see Canada from there. Um, I could see all the way to our hotel room. Yes, very odd. Speaking of odd, um, Joe, what's happening in and around your house? Because it's feeling very haunted lately. I don't know. I don't feel that. It feels spooky in here. I brought Mr. Cactus in. I noticed. He's in here now for the winter. And uh, we just had a cat looking in the window. (laughs) Posted it on our Instagram (laughs) if you guys want to check it out. Joe and I are trying to podcast and this feral cat is staring at us. It was very creepy. A lot of spooky things going on lately, Joe. Mm -hmm. Like, um, Well, it's that time of year, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We love it. Everybody loves it, right? A lot of people are doing their presentations at the libraries and stuff. Mm -hmm. And basically, we're doing something every day. You invited me to go to that event with the psychic. Yeah, so Joe and I went and saw Cindy Kaza, who is um, currently on The Dead Files with Steve Deshavi. She did a gallery reading, which I thought was really interesting. That's honestly, that's the first gallery reading I've ever been to. Oh, okay. And I, you know, Joe's a skeptic. Very, <laughs> because I'm thinking she's gonna. I sense someone in the room that yeah, it could be a male uh, or lost a, a great grandparent. Has anybody lost a great grandparent? But I it wasn't sense, like that. No, it wasn't. I was surprised that she was dead on on a lot of stuff. As far very as I know, specific, very specific, yeah. and. Just not to where, like, like I said, you know, oh, did you have a great grandparent that died? You know, it's it was like, I'm sensing this person's name. Yeah. I'm sensing this person's um, personality, mm-hmm. things how they that happened, how they died, that. And people in the room Messages. were just like, that's my sister or that's mm-hmm. my, you know, cousin or, yeah. you know, and, and she wouldn't say, you know, so what happened or that she yeah. actually said, well, what's up with the like heart attack or what's mm-hmm. up with the um, what was one thing that like the the blue jeans or something? Yeah. It was weird stuff that you wouldn't think. And she didn't want anybody to kind of give her leading things mm-hmm. either. Like, you know, that was my grandmother who died of cancer. She wanted to be able to like come forward and say. There's a grandmother figure who died of cancer, mm-hmm. and she was, you know, always sat in this blue chair, whatever it was. And she oh, would say, like, she looked at someone and said, you know, I'm just, I can't remember the exact name, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't remember yesterday, let alone. Right. <laughs> but um, let's say they looked at, she looked at someone, and they were talking about whatever this person died of or that or who that is and the different traits of that person. And um, she would say something like, what does kick my butt mean? Or, you know, who's Johnny? 
And yeah. the people would be like, oh, my God, how would you even know that stuff? You know, and that's yeah. the kind of things that she was saying is I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved her haircut and she was super pretty. Um, but no, it, you know, it's I I thought it was going to be more of her just talking about her time being on the show. Mm-hmm. I liked that it wasn't, yeah. you know, that was a little bit about it. And I like some of the, how she talked about like her and Steve don't meet. Mm-hmm. And that's like a real thing. I thought yeah. that was just the show, you know, thing, Yeah, but it, it wasn't. And that was really interesting. Um, I, I know everybody in the room was just hoping that somebody would come through for them. You know, yeah. I was like, who's going to come through for me and uh, Joe, but, nothing for us but no. somebody at our table did got a really really and it was really specific message. that's yes, the thing and she knew everything it was and crazy. we know her and it wasn't like you know you hear these big events where people will be like at the beginning they like fill out this card for a prayer or something <laughs> yeah. and that's what they use to you know yeah but she was just very specific about things that the people that we know yeah or the person we know mm-hmm. knew about him there's no way she'd have known that and I was really impressed with the fact that she, when she mentioned about the show, yeah. she mentioned about the cases they have on the show are very dark. And she mm-hmm. came right out and said, well, that's because that's the show. Right. You know they what I mean? pick those cases. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, of course, they want dramatic cases. That's, they don't want. Yeah, that's what they, that whole premise of the show is. Yeah. And I'm glad that she brought that up saying that's not my normal thing. That's for the show. And that's how they picked those people to be yeah. on the show mm-hmm. yeah no I, I really i really enjoyed it i was not happy with the venue <laughs> <laughs> the, we were packed in like sardines the oh, t- chairs were so uncomfortable yeah and it's very tiny <laughs> you're you're sitting there you have four people per table and the table is real tiny and you're not looking at the stage so you have to turn your body to yeah. look at the stage it was it was weird but it is what it is you know yeah yeah, it was um, it was a fun night. It was uh, a long night, but it was cool, and it was really nice that her family came to yeah. uh, she visit. Had, I don't know she, where they're from. I don't know, but she had to keep telling her dad to be quiet. I know. <laughs> he was. You should have seen him just looking at her with such, like a father's pride, yeah. you know. And she's up there doing her thing, and it was just really sweet to see that. That was really fun. But you know, a lot of people are are you know doing their presentations at libraries. They're going out on ghost walks. They're going out haunted houses and, and whatnot. It's just so much fun this time of year for everybody to be able to go out and do those kind of things, mm-hmm. even though we do them all year long. Yeah. <laughs> but it is fun being in spooky season. But I don't know. I just had this, just this real weird feeling lately. And I don't know if it's just because we just lost a loved one. But I just I just feel like spirits are all around all around like last night i was in the house and the house was making noise and mm-hmm. it was just freaking me out man <laughs> <laughs> well i mean we're gonna have a show about halloween mm-hmm. and uh the reason why halloween is you know celebrated on halloween yeah. basically mm-hmm. is because this time of year where the veil is supposedly the thinnest mm-hmm. and everything that's maybe why you're sensing this stuff yeah. And why the activities are acting are uh, ramping up is yeah. because that's the time of year it is, and that's the reason why Halloween is done this yeah. time of year. You know, it's funny because, like, as much as we want to see ghosts and we go looking for ghosts, when you're at home alone, you're like, I don't <laughs> want to see a ghost right now. I just don't want to be scared. Because I had a, a neighbor across the street; she passed away 
couple days ago and I was like you guys know the famously the story of my elderly neighbor who died and three months later showed up in my (laughs) bedroom standing over my bed while I was sleeping and woke me up I'm like please new neighbor other neighbor don't 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 bother me no I don't it's not that I want to don't want to be bothered I just don't want to be scared yeah I don't want to be scared you know and Sometimes it's a little scary well, when you have apparitions showing up in your bedroom. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you said, you know, we go to these ghost hunts and everything, and we're looking for that, but it's it's expected. Yeah. Or, you know, at least, yeah. I mean, that's in our minds, it's mm-hmm. expected. I'm not saying that you go and get at yeah. something every time. But but the thing is, and one reason why we talk about hospitals and all that is, we're going to be in Eaton Rapids, Michigan, at the Stimson Hospital for the pop-up Blood Moon Pop-Up Parafest on october 28th mm-hmm. so if you're in the area anywhere in michigan come on out uh, it's gonna be a fun time but the, this place is a, i did some research today and this place is unbelievable yeah and guys it's a super 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 affordable event like come on there's gonna be vendors a haunt this hospital is extremely haunted mm-hmm. And it's not like a giant hospital complex. It's one of those old hospitals, you know, like there aren't very many left. So guys, you got to come out. You know how much um, it costs? Buy our dowsing rods and and take us tour around. You know how much it costs to get in? How much? Five bucks. (gasps) $5 for $5 (laughs) to get in. $5. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. It's cheap. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Because I think the reason why they kept the price so low is so that people can afford to buy our dowsing rods. That's right. Yes. And I have, I do have, I think I have six EMF detectors left. So guys, way cheaper than ghosts, the other ghost places. Yeah. I won't stop you from shopping there, but if you get that hint, um, I have some. So come and get some. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's one of the greatest tools that we use to get the spirits to yeah. talk to you. It's my first line of defense. That's or uh, you know first line of mm-hmm. communication. I should say not defense. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's on the defense. Defense. But why don't you tell us a little bit about the history of the building itself? Sure. So this you know historic hospital has a really tragic history. Um, it's right in the center of a small town in Michigan called Eaton Rapids. Now that is a little bit. Ooh, I don't know. It's kind of in the um, Jackson. Um, it's just south of Lansing. And it's close to Charlotte, Michigan, where we do have the Festival of Oddities, yeah. which we will be vending at the Festival of Oddities yeah. this year. Yes, it's a two-day event. Come yeah. on out. It's really cool. Um, it's nice because this is like small town, right? Mm-hmm. Like, So it's not like some big city where you're going to get lost and can't find parking or whatever. But it's on the corner of Plain Street and Main Street. Plain now this, and Main. <laughs> plain and Main. You can't All miss right. that, right? Um, but this home is anything but plain. So, you know, this historic home has a deep purple tint to it, if you're looking for it. Um, and it's called the Stimson Hospital. Now, it holds many remnants from its past lives, which includes burn marks from previous fires that had happened in there and the hollowed out remains of an elevator shaft, which yeah. took the life of um, one of the staff members, which we'll get into in mm-hmm. a little bit. Now, if you take a look at it, it's all brick. It's 
looks more like a mansion to me than a hospital. Well, it started out as a mansion. Yeah, and over the course of its life, the Stimson Hospital has brought over 3,000 new lives in the, into the world and sent just as many, maybe half, yeah, I'd say into half. the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was actually built in 1874 by John Sweeney, and it was sold a couple months later in 1875 to the Spencer family. And it says little is known about Sweeney other than his name and the fact that he built the home. But by the 1910s, the home um, was then owned by a dentist named William Puffenberger. Now, in 1917, Puffenberger sold the house to a woman named Harriet Chapman. And Chapman, along with Dr. Charles Stimson and Frances Blanchard, went about working to convert the home to a hospital. All uh, three of the founders' hospitals died within the walls. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, So it shouldn't be too shocking uh, to hear reports that their spirits are still uh, within the walls and uh, appearing to everybody there. Now, Dr. Stimson was most frequently reported um, to be seen in his former office where he died um, of a heart attack at his desk. Yeah, he was sitting at his desk doing paperwork and had a massive heart attack, died right there, still sitting in his desk. And that was after... The first death, mm-hmm. which was um, after six months of the hospital actually being opened, Dr. Blanchard was doing an operation, and he finished up with the operation. He turned to go down the elevator, and he went down the elevator because it wasn't there. The car was not on that floor. My gosh. It must have been above you know, that floor. Mm-hmm. He fell, uh, what was it, 28? 12, 12 feet. 12 feet and he actually died by that fall, which you think about is not a really a far way to fall and die, but in an elevator shaft hitting mm-hmm. the cement at the bottom. Yeah. He died right there. Just as Dr. Stimson was in the morgue, he heard the fall <sighs> turn and found him dead. Oh, my gosh. That must have been the worst sound. Oh, what a way to go, though. You yeah. know, it's like, I don't know, like, is that like... 12 feet's like a story, right? Yeah. So, okay. This room is uh, seven and a half or eight feet. Oh, okay. So, and there probably was nothing to like grab onto no, on the sides no. or anything. Oh, that's he just, probably, that's you so know, tragic. I mean, if he would have landed on his legs, he probably broke his legs and all that, yeah. but he must have landed on his head or something. Ugh. He man. died. Yeah. Man, oh man, what a way to go. Or it was just the curse of the house. Could be. That made him land a certain way and die. Now, you know, people have reported um, hearing him, and a lot of the ghost hunters have captured EVPs in the office where the doctor passed away and yeah. in the elevator Yeah, shaft. they see shadow figures in the office Ooh. of him walking around, full-body apparition of him walking around in the office. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that many things of him being seen other places in the house, but I'm sure he has. Yeah. It would be interesting to take some medical equipment and try to communicate through that, like maybe a stethoscope, mm-hmm. and see if you heard anything through the stethoscope. One of the things that I found very interesting is we were we did an interview probably six years ago with a person. Mm-hmm. I think he's a doctor, and he uses heart monitors and stuff. Uh, was to, that the paranormal? Uh, paranormal, par, par, um, paramedic? Mm-hmm. No, it was Don. Don, Don, Don. Don Cle- No, oh. um, the Haunted MD. Haunted MD. Yeah. 
Don. Yeah. I don't remember. But that. it was interesting because he was saying how he uses EKGs and stuff like that mm-hmm. for ghost hunting. Of course, he which has would be access a perfect, to that. <laughs> perfect location. Don, come on out. Bring mm-hmm. your equipment. We want to try it out. Um, yeah, it's it's a very spooky place. So upstairs in one of the former patient rooms, um, Harriet Chapman, who was one of the um, three founders, her um, ghost lingers around. Now, she's often been heard in the area. And um, there's sounds of a woman weeping around the second floor. Been heard by multiple, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, groups that have been in there additionally there's been strange photographs that have been taken in um, Chapman's treatment room which includes one um, paranormal person had claimed to see a full body apparition in there so there's a lot of full body apparitions being seen in this building I can't wait we're Um, gonna have to get there early they hear children crying Mm -hmm. they hear children laughing in you know, all on the same floor. Mm-hmm. Some of the other reports are people ha- are being touched. There's a ghost cat, which we can talk about. Mm-hmm. And there's an uh, apparition of a pregnant woman seen in a patient's room, which I think is really interesting because, you know, when we did the other hospital, I was planning the um, newborn baby crying, mm-hmm. and that's when we saw the doctor appear, like an yeah. apparition. So we should try the same thing mm-hmm. here. If, especially if there's a pregnant mother, you know, being yeah. being uh, being seen seen. Um, also, they are, um, hear sounds of laughter and crying throughout the whole house. They <laughs> now have a whole doll room, yeah. haunted doll room. Um, some artifacts as well. Mm-hmm. There's you? the mirror mm-hmm. that people have. Now they say I like a 400 year old mirror or something like that. Don't know where they got it from. We'll find out once we're there, but. Mm-hmm. They say that they, people have looked into the mirror and seen shadow figures in the mirrors. They've seen people walking behind them that are not in the room, but only being seen in the mirror. They have seen, you know, they're, it's just like um, when you're doing scrying. Mm-hmm. People have seen their faces yeah. turn to like corpses and stuff in that mirror. That would so, freak me out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about the mirror. I just know from what I've seen in the research I saw today, but... I think that's one of the things that we're going to have to look into when we get there. But I'm bum. Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is so funny, you guys. I'm about, about as funny as a vest with no sleeves. <laughs> oh, but yeah. that's one of the haunted objects they have there. They mm-hmm. also have a doll that they actually have in a case now. like a, It's almost like a dome case. Oh, okay. You know, like a, sort of like cake used to come in yeah and you put the cake inside and you put cake. the thing over the top Honic so cake. the doll the thing about the doll is this is a doll that it expects you to give it trinkets and stuff like that oh. offerings and if you don't they say that she gets very mad hmm. there's stories that people have taken stuff from there because mm-hmm. people put like pennies and all kinds of stuff around the case mm-hmm. And there's been stories that people have taken stuff like coins and that from there. And it's said that she haunts their dreams and they actually bring the stuff back. So weird. Have, I can't tell you how many haunted locations we've gone in and there's money just laying all around. Like It's offerings. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so so if weird. you go to these locations and you see that, don't take it. Somebody put it there for a reason. Yeah. Especially like cemeteries too. Mm-hmm. Like people leave, you know, a lot of times on military graves, they'll leave like a penny if they're just stopping by and then like a nickel if they were in the same 
branch and then like a quarter is you served with them mm-hmm. so it's just that's really yeah so really cool but it's trinkets like, that people leave yeah. for reasons but the in the, in the stimson hospital they do have a lot of haunted objects mm-hmm. so when you're there you know those might trigger your ghostly apparitions yeah. and also talk a little bit about what happens in the boiler room in the basement the basement's interesting. I mean, you have the elevator shaft, which is obviously haunted because of the doctor. They see apparitions of the doctor that actually passed down there. They have other apparitions of people that they don't know who are because, you know, you're talking like 3,000 people have been through this mm-hmm. morgue. Mm-hmm. And it could be any of them. But there are a lot of activities. There's shadow figures. People have been grabbed. They're saying that there's a spirit down there that doesn't like people in there and it grabs them grabs their legs touches people stuff like that (laughs) shadow figures just off the morgue is where the old kitchen or cafeteria used to be Mm -hmm. and there's supposedly a shadow figure of a woman that peeks around the corner and is seen all down there also scary (laughs) <laughs> that might be scary. I don't think I'm going to be able to go in the basement by myself, Joe. <laughs> what's, yeah, what's interesting you said about the shadows that darts across there. People have captured a lot of EVPs down there as well. Yeah, um, Disembodied voices have been heard audibly and, you know, on their recorders. And there are also reports, and this is pretty common, of hearing Harriet Chapman's, her room that she had down there, uh, of somebody weeping which maybe that was a place where they took people after they identified their bodies it or could something be, yeah. or, um, you know, had to break the news to them if, mm-hmm. you know, their loved one passed away. Yeah, because we don't know how this was actually set up. We know that the morgue is in the basement and there were other rooms throughout the, the building or the house mm-hmm. that were used in different ways. But we do know that being the morgue, mm-hmm. you know, even the spirits down there that, may not know they're passed away yet, but they're seeing their body. Maybe that's the sound of them crying. Who knows? You yeah. know, we don't know this. We'll have to ask. You know, mm-hmm. that's the one thing about doing investigations is you get to know who, you know, these spirits are and, and why they're so um, uh, tragically sad or, you know, mm-hmm. still lingering around. Sometimes you get those answers. Sometimes you don't, though. Yeah. You know, like it's it's going to be an interesting place i already feel like it's really sad one of the things one things that happens and i'm not sure if it happens in a specific area but you could be standing there and feel a cat rub against your leg ghost cat they have a ghost cat that rubs up against people's legs and stuff and it's been seen walking down the hallways and stuff we've where was the other place that we saw the ghost cat there's been a lot of them i know dana had one in the tattoo shop that's right and then, oh, the, um, uh, in Napanak, New York. Oh, Stanley. Stanley. I couldn't think of the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really interesting. Where's the Shanley? No. Wait. Shanley. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so Stanley's the big one, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. That we haven't I been always to get yet. those backwards. I know. I know. Um, but. But ghost cats are known, you know, that's a common thing. Mm-hmm. And we did that episode a long time ago about your ghost cats and mm-hmm. how the cats have, they're, it's almost like they, are seen once, and then you don't see them again. It's almost like they're saying goodbye. Yeah. But we heard many times about ghost cats that are seen all the time. 
just like the normal thing, like this one here in the Stimson Hospital, is, it just rubs up against people like cats do. Uh, it, it was funny, too, in uh, Cindy Kaza's uh, gallery reading, a lot of pets were coming yes. through. She kept naming these, <laughs> and they weren't just like fluffy or that. They're, they're yeah. just strange names. And she's like, anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody? And she's like, I don't believe you guys. <laughs> Booby didn't come through. I was really expecting Booby, my yeah. rabbit, to come through, but she didn't. Oh, well. Maybe she just doesn't love me. Um, now, if you want to spend the night at the Simpson Hospital, the end goal um, for the new owners or the current owners is to make this into a bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. Would you spend the night as a bed and breakfast oh, yeah. in a haunted hotel? Heck yeah. You can reach out. They have a Facebook page, which will link everything in the show notes. Um, but have you guys done this? Have you spent multiple nights in a haunted location like this? This would be great because normally we get to go to places and do ghost hunts. Mm-hmm. And it's only like for a couple hours yeah. or a few hours. This You have an opportunity that you can go here and stay all night long. Yeah. I get yeah. so tired by like 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. I'm like, just, I could just like sit down in a chair and fall asleep. And I think I fell asleep one time in a ghost hunt. It was dark. I'm sure you have, yeah. I, I fell asleep all the time. <laughs> like just at, give me in a dark room and somebody talking, I'm out. Like at uh, a theater <laughs> at the night of Paranormal Podcast and Jen snoring. Uh, yeah, I fell asleep during Greg and Dana's speech. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was exhausted. But yeah, that was that was hilarious. I now, was trying so hard to stay away. Yeah. Now, I did some research about Eaton Rapids, Michigan, and there's a few haunted locations inside Eaton Rapids, Michigan, but one that I found was called the GAR Museum. What's that? The GAR Hall was built approximately 20 years after the Civil War had ended. Its purpose was for the war's former soldiers is to reunite and meet on a regular basis so in other words this was going to be set up as a hall where the former civil war Mm -hmm. soldiers could meet and basically just hang out sort of like the vfw post yeah yeah where they can just come and be with people who have experienced Mm -hmm. the same thing um unfortunately that didn't last in 1956 the civil war veterans had all passed away Mm -hmm. causing the hall to cease operations. Oh, wow. The hall began switching hands and seeing life under different circumstances. Different things that have gone in there was a bowling alley, a dance school, a hardware store. But then in 2013, the GAR Hall became the Grand Army of Republic Memorial Hall Museum. Okay. Which is still there today. Visitors have related their experiences of coming across apparitions of Civil War soldiers, not just soldiers, but also the spirits of former members of the Women's Relief Corps. Oh, okay. Who must have met there also, Mm -hmm. which, you know, the building was used as their meeting place also. Other people hear voices coming just out of nowhere and feeling like they're being followed through the building. They've also experienced things because of the artifacts that they have in the museum they are saying that those artifacts could be haunted and that's why they're getting the apparitions yeah. of the soldiers in that in the building because sometimes you know not those soldiers have been there but they are related to 
the different items that they have in there, mm-hmm. which are haunted. Yeah. Maybe they're proud of them too. Like mm-hmm. maybe if it's their war medals and, you know, like somebody shows interest in it and nobody has in 50 years, maybe they're drawn to that. Like, oh my gosh, somebody's interested in, mm-hmm. you know, this or my uniform or, you know, it's also a meeting place. Why wouldn't they get these spirits gather back if they're gathered there in life? Why wouldn't they, you know, part of their essence mm-hmm. just come back and hang out? Yeah. Ooh, that's weird. That just felt like a weird shadow go by. Oh. What would have made that? I don't know. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Weirdness. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. that's an interesting thing too is being a museum and a gathering spot. Mm-hmm. And it's been, you know, bowling alley, dance hall, hardware store, stuff like that. So all kinds of activities have happened in that building, which could cause hauntings because we know that like you said, places that people gather or places that people are, have fun at, such as a bowling alley. Yeah. That's happy memories. And also being a museum of the Civil War and a place where they used to hang out, not only happy memories, but sad memories too, uh, bring out all the emotion mm-hmm. in people. Plus, with the haunted objects that they have, how do we know that this uh, stuff was not taken off a soldier that passed and sure. the yeah. essence of that soldier was put, put into that? Yeah, we remember when we went to Oglaze and they had that building that was all like military, military. uniforms mm-hmm. and stuff. That was really interesting. And we got a lot of activity in there too. Yeah, yeah. Flags, there were a lot of flags mm-hmm. in there. Um, a cannon. Was that a cannon or what was that in the middle of the room? Just a gun. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> One of those guns that's on a trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember. But um, So if you're in Eaton Rapids yeah. for the convention, I would suggest, you know, I, I don't know their hours, but I would check out the museum. It's right downtown. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love I love small towns, mm-hmm. you know, like Joe and I travel so much and, you know, big cities, not for us. We, <laughs> we like these small towns where you can go and get some wings and yeah, <laughs> and meet local people mm-hmm. and local ghosts. Local ghosts. You know, every small town has a story mm-hmm. and every haunted location has a story, such as a hospital. We know that hospitals are one of the most haunted locations out there. And seeing that the Simpson Hospital was a place where, I mean, basically it was the only hospital in that area. Mm -hmm. And everybody went to that, and it was known as a birthing hospital. Okay. So. Oh, remember um, I read that they perfected the cesarean Mm -hmm. section there. Yes, they had the first successful, I can't say that word, um, cesarean. cesarean section yeah. and the mother and baby did not die you know mm-hmm. a su- that's why it's successful but they also had the first x-ray in the area oh yeah in michigan mm-hmm. yep that's first, cool first uh, x-ray in michigan so the place has a lot of history but the thing is though a lot of births a lot of deaths a lot of sick people a lot of emotion happy sad mm-hmm. you know worry all that and it all plays into the building and the essence of the ghosts are still there, and you can go and see them. And like I said, we're going to be there on October 28th at the yes, Blood Moon out. Pop-Up Fest. Perfect opportunity, $5 to get in. And you're basically paying to get into a museum mm-hmm. for $5. It's very haunted. With vendors where you can come buy some cool stuff from You us. can buy the dowsing rods and our meters and actually use them yeah. in the building to yeah. find the spirits. 
And you know what I thought about that too, you know, like because this was like a small town hospital, you got to think about like this employed people, like these were people's lives, mm-hmm. like their everyday lives was going to this place. So another reason that spirits would stick around, like, you know, maybe people was, somebody was a nurse for 40 years yeah. and, and would want to stay there. So yeah. we've seen it. We've seen it many times at yep. these and we're going to see it. We're going to be there October 28th. Come on out. Come on and say hi. Uh, we'll have all recording equipment there, so we will be able to record your stories if you want to come out yeah, and get on the show. Spooky stories for us. It is it is the time, Joe. And it's the perfect time of year, too, because it is October and it is the spooky season. You're going to have the full blood moon. Yes. Full on, moon. Full moon on that night. Oh. The blood moon. You've got the veil is very thin. Yes. And... Uh, you might get a psychic location. reading that night too. You can you find know, out your you can find out your history or your past or your future. Right, future, money, lottery, hey, happiness. <laughs> right, all right, everybody. Well, we really appreciate you guys sticking around with us tonight, even though we were tired and and um, you know it's 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 the anniversary of our dad passing. It's been four years, so. Yep. <sighs> I have to go home and have a cry. Oh, <laughs> maybe he'll no. come to me in our dream. You tonight. don't need to cry. You need to be happy and celebrate all the yeah. happiness, the happy times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But anyway, please, like we always say, get yes. up on our website, check out our Thumbs website. Up. Please, wherever you're listening to this, give us a five star rating review. It really means a lot. We need those rating reviews now. Um, just do it. Just whatever, whatever you want to say about it. You know, even if you just say it's great, I want to check out this location, stuff like that. Yes, or just say Joe is the best host of a paranormal podcast. But anyways, guys, no, we really appreciate you guys' support and um, don't think we don't appreciate it. We do. And hope to see you at a convention soon, if not the spooky season. Yep, I'm going to be updating the website with all the places we're going to be and uh, come on out and say hi. Yeah, great. Everybody have a wonderful week. We will leave you with some... 60 second crush everybody have a great week bye joe goodbye bye